Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Just kick that on over, spill it out. Bitch <laughs> <laughs> the pot. The tea is still hot. It, it's really, it's still hot. It's been simmering this whole time. <laughs> it's been on the stove. Yeah. We didn't take it off. All of Thursday and Friday, probably, because we we really do try to put these out in a timely fashion. But sometimes, you know, technology doesn't work out that way. Um, Apple Connect. <laughs> we have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I can say. Yeah. At Apple, <laughs> why do we have a Mac and cannot upload our stuff our, onto yeah. Apple Podcasts? Like, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, but somehow Spotify's easy. Anyways. Thank you so much to the listeners who are like, hey, I haven't been able to open this podcast. We're like, thank you so much. We'll look into that because we're, we're it's trying. It's been like a fucking issue. But, you know, like we always said in the beginning, things are just going to get smoother as yeah. time goes on. And hopefully, you know, you got this God willing sometime <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> we, God we didn't want to make you wait because we left yep. it in a, in a crazy spot. We have two princes in the tower yeah. right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here's our quick little recap just yep. to just to remind you here. So we have um Edward V, the king, mm-hmm. who is in the tower waiting for his coronation. His younger brother Richard just got there to join him. So a twelve and a nine year old prince are in the tower right now. And they are waiting for June 22nd, which is the new date for the coronation. And like I mentioned in the last episode, um Everything is on track for this coronation. Yeah. Right? Um, Everything's moving forward. Everything's moving forward. Antony's going to get executed. Yeah. um, But things are squared away. There's a plan here. I do believe that Antony is executed at this point. I do believe that he's gone. It happened. That was real quick. It happened quickly after. um, Again, this isn't the full point here. So I would love to look into it further. But his trial was total bullshit he was not allowed to talk during it it yeah whatever it was it's kind of okay yeah he wasn't allowed to testify on his and own behalf no. but this is how it goes back then it's yeah. dog eat dog like you have to do what you have to do we mm-hmm. will never understand thank god thank what god. this was like back then like this isn't just like your reputation or whatever like this is your fucking life you yeah. know like my your Lord. life is constantly on the line this is so fucking stressful. Right. And there was a brief little stint there where Richard, Uncle Richard, okay. had sent out um, kind of like a notice type thing that seemed like it might have been rallying people against Elizabeth Woodville. What? But the way that it was worded could make it seem like it wasn't. Again, I'm not going to get into that right now because this note could be a whole fucking episode. Oh, shit. He did okay. write something to a town that said, like, hey, like, send me all your money, send me all your soldiers. We really have to, like, rally, like, against the queen. But again, the wording was, like, rally to save Edward or rally against the queen. The wording was, eh. So still, no one knows what anyone's intentions are right now. It's very much pick a side. There isn't a right or wrong answer. It's just who you and your gut is leaning towards right now. Um, But the coronation's still on track. Documents detailing preparations. The clothing for both boys is being made. The coins are out with Richard V. They are at the Tower of London. That is not weird because this is where you go before your coronation. Right. Right? So everything is kind of on track right now. But 
the coronation gets postponed again. Oh, because it was already postponed to June. Yes. So it was supposed to be May 4th, and then it was supposed to be June 22nd. And now it's just postponed for, like, months. Like, Like just no set date. Um, Yeah, just months, then definitely it's just postponed again. Okay. Yeah. Um, So on June 22nd, what would be the coronation day, thousands of people, thousands of Londoners gathered at this place in London called Paul's Cross. Okay. And what Paul's Cross was, it was this public preaching place where really important announcements were given. Right. So people would stand up here and like deliver truth, like real important announcements. So here we are. People were gathered in London for what should have been the coronation of a new king on June 22nd. But preacher Dr. Shore is there instead at Paul's Cross, and he's about to drop a fucking bombshell on this whole thing. Okay. So, according to Dr. Shore, before the late King Edward IV had married Elizabeth Woodville, he was actually pre-contracted to marry someone else. Thus, the marriage between King oh Edward IV and Elizabeth Woodville is null and void. Oh, my gosh. And then their king is in there. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So as Mancini, if you remember our, Itali- our Italian friar, our eyewitness there in London, he writes, their entire family and offspring is unworthy of kingship. Null and void. What, what can you do? Right? So what the fuck? A fucking bombshell. And again, this was on supposed to be the coronation day. So now we're just going to push the coronation day to whatever, because what are we supposed to do now? We just got this fucking bombshell dropped on us that, that these kids we don't aren't even, even... Yeah, who even is going to be the king now? Yeah, we don't even have one. We, oh we have God. nothing. These kids are illegitimate. All fucking ten of them. Nothing. Like, my All God. ten children. Yeah. I'm going to... Yeah, so... This is so annoying. You go ahead and chew and swallow on that. Yep. I do want to really quick just talk about Dominique Mancini because oh, I did okay. I did mention him in yeah. the first episode and said he was going to be really important later. Um, he's important this whole time. Um, but he's going to be extra important later because... He possibly, while he was there in London at this time, he possibly was staying at the Tower of London himself while all of this happened. Oh, shit. Yeah. And one of my personal favorite um, historians, her name's Lucy Worsley. She, oh, God, she was the curator at Hampton Court. I like, I love her so much. And I really, I I read all of her stuff. We see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I agree with her here, Mm -hmm. not just because she's her, but because we agree on everything. (laughs) Um... She does say that Dominique Mancini is a credible source here because it's not always like that. Like, I'm going to kick it back to Anne Boleyn again. I'm sorry it's relevant. It is. Because one of the only contemporary sources we have is um, an ambassador from Spain at the time, where Catherine of Aragorn is from. Oh, so it could be... Oh. Where Catherine of Aragon is from. <laughs> and so it could be, you know, like it's a little weighted. Yep, and yep, we yep. all know that all of us Anne Boleyn people know that. Yep. And we just take it all with a grain of salt. With Mancini here, that's not super necessary, according to Lucy Worsley. And I agree with her because, A, he's not English. He's okay. not an ambassador. He doesn't really have any tie to right. anyone here. He doesn't right? have a horse in this race. So, no, like, he's it's just kind there. of an unbiased yes. opinion, and basically. He's, exactly. Yeah. He's going back to Italy soon. Very soon. Yeah. Like, very, very soon. No That's going to be part of this. Yeah. Exactly. He's not going to be punished by the English. And, he, yeah, 
Exactly, Emily, no horse in this race. All that his job is is to just report accurate information. I trust him. And why wouldn't he? Yeah, he literally has... Everyone else right now is looking at England like, what a motherfucking shit fit. Like, like, you're there, sorry, man, but what's happening? Like, there's no reason for him. You don't have to fluff this. It's a shit show, you Uh know? So... I agree with her on that. And so his eyewitness account being the only one is probably one of the best ones we could get because okay. it's it's um, biased. Yeah. So let's just dive on in for the drama. Okay. Because obviously we just had this huge bomb se- bombshell dropped, throwing yeah. a wrench in this whole thing. And there so are let's currently go. princes in a tower. And yeah. that's what I'm really concerned Two about. Two very young boys in a tower Baby. right now who apparently are completely worthless like as per our last email yeah. that was delivered to yeah. thousands of letters. Oh no. Yeah, so there were some sources out there that said Richard believes. So we have to again, I'm going to play both sides here. Richard is sitting here paranoid as fuck, right? Like okay. he's sitting there knowing that the Woodbills are out to get him and the Woodbills are sitting there knowing that the whole world's out to get them. Yeah. So everyone again has their own side of the story here Mm -hmm. and honestly i don't know because i wasn't there i'm just going like the truth could lie in between here somewhere but Mm -hmm. it's so two-sided so some sources say that richard believed that elizabeth woodville was attempting a coup on him and some suggested that elizabeth woodville and her mother achieved this by sorcery and witchcraft oh my okay see that just makes me love her sorcery and witchcraft this was okay it didn't happen. Like it didn't. Yeah. Oh no. It was of just something. But, but like, don't don't give me a rumor that someone is a witch. That's oh just God. gonna make me love them. Are you a writer for Stars? Because Stars <laughs> heard that little rumor and took it and ran. Oh wow. And made a whole fucking series. What? So like, the White Princess follows Elizabeth Woodville. It's a show on Stars. It's yeah. like the Spanish princess or like. Right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love all of them. They're mm-hmm. not historically accurate no, at all. But you know what? But they're sometimes so it doesn't matter. It's just yeah. so fucking fun. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And like, how fun. Like you heard this little, this one blip of like, it was sorcery and witchcraft and made yeah. a fucking show. All right. Yeah. Like, you just there. went for it. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Like very, very entertaining. They were not dabbling in the dark arts at all, but you know, I well, wish whatever. Work. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Edward's a bastard now, right? By all, all accounts. Yep. So the question was, did Richard, Uncle Richard, put Dr. Shore up to this sermon? Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Emily says yes. Other people, that rumor, I should tell you, that rumor that there was a pre-contract had been around. So that was not brought out of nowhere. Okay. But it had been buried. Also, though, remember that rumor had been around, but people did not like the Woodfills. So people could have started that rumor because they didn't like the Woodville. This whole thing is like so much speculation, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact is, is that happened. And now Edward and Richard, the princess in the tower, are illegitimate. And the (sighs) next person in line for the throne is Uncle Richard. The brother to the king. How convenient. Mm -hmm. And so 
some, uh, actually a lot of sources say, most sources say that he really had to be persuaded into it. He didn't want to do this. This looks really bad, right? Like, mm. this looks really bad for Richard. Like, oh, this wow. all looks like a big misunderstanding that he's just wrapped up in. Oh my gosh, I'm so I don't know sorry. What to I do. can't believe, like, King? Me? <laughs> Who, me? Holy guys. <laughs> God. No, okay, I think it's pretty obvious whose side I'm on. Fuck yeah. Richard. <laughs> right. But yeah, so, obviously, on the other side, there are people fighting with the Whipples <laughs> yeah. who are like, oh, oh my gosh, you're really going to sit there and like pretend like you didn't want this all along, Richard? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Again, both sides look great. Uh-huh. Like, they, they look great. Either way, Uncle Richard, on July 6th, which happens to be my wedding date, oh, yeah. he is crowned King Richard III. Did you realize the whole time that we were talking about King Richard III? No. Yeah, I know, right? That's yeah. When I was first following this story, I, like at that point, I was like, uh, oh, oh, the <laughs> amount of connections though that like are made while I'm, I'm researching shit. I'm like, oh, that that. Per- are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, and oh my gosh, yeah, it's so fucking fun. We're gonna make one more here. Yeah, uh, by the end of this episode, okay. one more like soon, reoccurring character. Ooh, but soon we're gonna have like a wall with just like strings I and pictures, know. like fucking crazy That's people. That's honestly the fucking goal. Yeah. Like we have like a huge studio and a wall painted like a map and just have like strings <laughs> going yes. with like different people's portraits like yes, going everywhere. how they all connect to each other, every monarch, everyone. Yeah. Just everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. King Richard III. The king who was like... In very recent history, his skeleton was found under a car park, a parking lot. I didn't England. fucking know that. Yeah, they found it. And it was confirmed Whoa. to be Richard III. So now we have King Richard III sitting on the throne, reluctantly or not, however you choose to view hmm. that. We still have our princes in the tower, right? They're still there. These illegitimate bastards, apparently. Mm-hmm. Now, they are in these very luxurious rooms in the tower, like I mentioned. They are not prisoners there. Right. Like, I mean, they are, but they aren't. Not by title. They are not sent there as prisoners, but right. they're not like, leaving. Like, don't leave. Yeah, but, like, exactly. Yeah, for they're, your own sake, not for, like, everyone else's, like, a regular prisoner. Yes, they are in the royal lodgings. Okay, like yeah. they're you know, Nice part. Yes, they have a full staff. There are people there with them. They're playing um, these... Games in these awesome gardens, like, within the tower. Like, cool. Yeah, like, they're still there. They're kind of in a little waiting period because Richard's now the king, and this was, like, such a fork in the road here, like, what's happening. But then Mancini says, and remember, there's a good chance he could have been staying at the tower at this time. He says that all of the little king, that being Edward V's former attendants who waited on him at the tower, were barred access to him. What? So all of his staff that was waiting on him hand and foot, because, again, he was the king, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And it does go down, by the way, just in case, like, it was their marriage was ruled null and void. However, his father is called Edward IV, he is called Edward V, and then King Henry VIII's son will be Edward VI. So huh. he does still count as a reigning king, is okay. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we yeah. didn't, like, skip over him and go straight to, like, Edward V. Or something like, he's considered a king of England. He had a short reign, but he did, right? Oh, this 12-year-old right. boy. Yeah, sure. This okay. all counts. So his staff 
can't see him. They're still waiting on him, but they're kind of limited some access to him. And then Mancini says that him and his brother are kind of, you know, slowly restricted to the more inner apartments of the tower because at this time... And well, a lot of times the way that castles and, you know, palaces were set up is like the rooms get smaller and smaller and more intimate, you know, so like. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, like pretty much no one's getting into the king's bedchamber, but like a right. few people are allowed into like the watching chamber and then like the present room. Like, you know, okay, it's yeah, like yeah. this cascading okay, kind of thing. Yeah. So they eventually were just kind of like, oh, no, like stay in these like innermost apartments. Yeah. And then and this is all taking place at this certain tower, the Tower of London, which still stands today. The Victorians are going to rename it the Bloody Tower. Ooh. I will post photos of it because, again, the Tower of London has a very bloody reputation anyways. But they were seen at the windows. They were seen in the gardens, like, less and less until eventually no one saw them at all. And people were still kind of waiting on them, but they weren't allowed to see them. And people didn't see them where they normally were. There was no more playing outside. There was no more sitting by the window. Again, like, you need the windows for light. They weren't there anymore. And then by about September of 1483, again, King Edward died (laughs) in April of 1483. By September, no one ever saw them again. And these boys were gone. Yeah. So what the fuck? That's the 500 year old question. What happened to the boys in the tower? Oh my no god! No bodies were ever seen leaving the tower. People were looking for these boys. They were recounted for, literally vanished into history and never brought up again. So I'm just gonna open the floor to you, Emily. Richard. <laughs> fucking did it (laughs) okay if you have any questions or anything yeah no i have an opinion though as i always do (laughs) and it's that richard fucking did it because he's like oh my gosh this kid is gonna grow up to be six foot four like his dad and then he's gonna come and like take the throne from me no i'm just gonna nip that in the bud and then just like oh and you know what his brother too it's really great that you mentioned that because now that now that the cat's out of the bag and we're talking about Richard III, now I can say crazy that his brother was six foot four and a half and Richard III had scoliosis. So I don't know if you're familiar with Shakespeare's play, <laughs> Richard III. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know if that's the name of the play. It could be called King Richard. Anyway, Shakespeare. I haven't read it, but. Yeah. I have not either. Yeah. I have not seen the play. I don't. I yeah. know a little bit about it because I looked into like the, this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Shakespeare really had him portrayed as this hunchback, like brooding, scheming, like, you know, this bad guy. And that's kind of where it all got started. A lot of people see Richard III as that. Now, he wasn't a hunchback, but he did have scoliosis and he had a curve in his spine that would have made him... Uh, like sources I saw and I didn't look too heavily into it so I don't know at what time in his life this would have been but the curve in his spine could have put him under five feet oh wow so there is a big a massive difference right oh my gosh yeah Yeah. and I'm sorry but if if Edward is Edward the fifth is coming at him in the night like yeah no he's he's gonna he's gonna win yeah. I don't know. I, he, I feel like he probably tried to nip that in the bud when he's a little baby 12-year-old boy. And he's been raised by a Woodville. 
And again, Mm -hmm. you don't know what the Woodvilles are telling. The Woodvilles knew their situation from the absolute get-go. Yeah. They were smart people. Mm -hmm. It would be in your best interest to be telling this young boy who's going to be king one day how, you know, like, you're going to try to save yourself. Yeah. We're here for you. It's us. It's our family. Remember that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's it's messy. It's very messy. Um. Yeah, this the rest of this episode is pretty much going to be some really good old spill the mead speculating because yeah. we do have some theories that swirl around of what happened to the to the princess in the tower. But are you going to talk about the most recent update too? I sure am. Oh, at the very yeah. end. But we're okay. going to go through all the theories first. Good, good, good. Um, again, please, like, if this was interesting to you, please go look into this because I gave you such a skim of this. You can go to any page about the princess in the tower and read something and learn so much from it. Like, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. You can latch on to any of these people. All of these people have their own stories. We're going to hear Elizabeth Woodbills from Emily. We'll, I mean, we'll also cover anyone else you want. If you want to hear about yeah. Uncle Anthony, Earl Rivers, he has a whole, I mean, a whole story. Yeah. All of these people. Um, but, you know, for the sake of time, we're going to breeze through some of these theories. But if you want to hear more, let us know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here we go. If people, again, people have dedicated their lives to this case and these theories. Like, this is a huge thing. I almost feel bad skimming over it. Okay. But, but here we go. <laughs> It's really fun to look into the theories, too. Again, I really Ooh. encourage people to do that. If you're bored and just sitting there and, like, yeah. or sick of scrolling through social media or something and listen to all of our stuff on Patreon, you're like, oh, I don't know. What what is there left to do? I'm going to Google the princess in the tower. Do yeah. it. It's so interesting. Go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> so here we go. Let's get into that ever so popular theory that Richard did it. Okay. Like, yep. Yep. Uh, see, I had no prior knowledge to all of this. I really came into this. Your first description of him, I was like, per Richard. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie. Yeah. And I really did try to, like, I did stay open to the possibility that I was going to be on Richard's side in the end. Even though we know if you listen to part one, which, why didn't you? Yeah. If you're (laughs) you're here and you didn't listen, yeah, that's a concern. If you've made it this far, maybe go back and give part (laughs) one a listen. listen (laughs) This might be a little confusing. (laughs) But, um, you know that I was already leaning towards the Woodvilles, and now I'm just staunchly on their side. Right. And I'm still giving a Richard a chance, though. It doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. There is there is an entire Richard III society, actually, out there who have, like, dedicated their lives. And, like, again, I love that. I I am part the of the... I know. I'm part of the Amberlynn Society. Also, that's, like, Ooh. a real thing. And I get, like, emails and stuff. Ooh. But, like, yeah. So there's a Richard III society. And they all really believe that, like, he was framed. And this all, you know, everything I said from Richard's point of view was true. And it could be. We don't know. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, so, again, there was no right or wrong answer. No one knows, mm-hmm. you know, but it's we're all going... alleged. <laughs> yes, allegedly. Allegedly. But, yeah, so we're first going to look into Richard did it, but by by me saying Richard did it, Richard did not do it by his own hands, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't he, think, like, yeah, Richard no. came up and, like, stabbed these boys no, yeah. and hid their bodies. Like, <laughs> there no. is absolutely zero record of Richard going in or out of the tower. Yeah. He wasn't even there. Like, it wasn't him. But it would have been his... It- it would have been his people. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That that does make the most sense if you're on the side of Richard did it. Like, so he absolutely had the most to gain <laughs> from these boys yeah. being gone. Yeah, he's, he's fucking king now. Yeah. Like, my God. Yeah, literally. Like, and you know, like, 
he had other ideas out there, like, you know, like Elizabeth Woodville was like plotting against him all this. But I mean, he also was living in his big brother, his big, big brother's shadow for yeah. so long. <laughs> Literally <king>. big. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like also like he was still a war hero with scoliosis, like badass. Yeah. But, no like, kidding. I had to mean, be painful. Yeah. No treatment for that. I mean, it's. I don't really even have to say too much more about why it looks a lot like Richard III did this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's every single obvious. yeah, every single argument you can make, yeah, like that, yeah, that's it. That's fair enough. And I'm I'm gonna leave it there because I'm gonna go through all these theories and we're gonna make one giant loop back to a Richard III Ooh, theory. Okay. And that sounds weird, but it's gonna make sense in the end. I promise. Okay. But keep in mind that. There were no bodies ever produced. Ever. Ever, ever. Okay. Right. And, like, there were a lot of times where if Richard III would have produced these bodies, it would have helped him out. What's the point of killing two princes in the tower so there's no threat to your throne if you're not going to show people they're dead? Right. Like, yeah, that's one of those things. If there's no bodies, they could be alive. It's going to leave that, mm-hmm. you know, that... The question. Right. And so keep, keep that in mind. There... Why have them killed if there was no point to it? However, do you want to be labeled the the child killer? Exactly. The chi- like your nephew killer. Yeah. It, again, the two nephew sides here. that you promised you would protect. Yes. Yeah. It was your job to protect. Yeah. yeah. You promised the former king. Yeah. But he was illegitimate. So mm, what, yeah. what can you do there? I don't know. Loopholes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's sticky. Um, If anyone did it for Richard, it was probably safe to say that it could have been the Duke of Buckingham. Oh, yeah. He's loyal shit. Oh, he was so tight with him. He was the person who went with him to go get Edward, like, intercept them and everything. Like, he's his right-hand man. However, at the end of Richard III's story, spoiler, spoiler alert, he's going to end up betraying him. In the worst oh, way. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I and, did not know that. Yeah. And he's going to end up absolutely out of fucking nowhere, seemingly, completely making a 180, betraying Richard. And everyone's like, why? Why could that have happened? Well, could it be because of the princes in the tower? It could have been like Richard III told him, hey, you have to kill them. And then he did. And then the guilt of it could have, you know. Yeah. However, if that was the case, it would have given Richard a really great out. Because, yeah, the boys are dead. Hastings did it. Yeah. I never told him to do it. What the hell? Good like, point. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great out for him. But the other option there is he did it without Richard III knowing because he was so loyal to him. And he knew that having mm. them gone. Because, again, Richard III has his own story and he's going through his own hell right now. Yeah. The paranoia that this man is facing is his oh, own yeah. personal demon. Like, He's not just out here killing nephews if he did do it because he thought it was fun. It would have been a hard decision, one he did not want to make. I mean, he would have wanted this to just all go away. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like that's it. So, you know, keep, keep that in mind. But the other big thing is the Duke of Buckingham had access to the princes in the tower. Okay. Yeah. All right. So a lot of sources say that the boys were technically in his custody at the time. Okay. Yeah. So... He could have, again, he could have done it thinking that he was helping Richard III, and Richard III got mad and was like, what the fuck? And then that's how they turned on each other. Doesn't make sense, because Richard could have thrown him under the bus. Yeah. But we don't know Richard's full personality, so so who knows? Um, I mean, 
he also might not have thrown Lord Hastings under the bus for killing the boys because it didn't happen. I mean, exactly. it's just yeah. like the whole thing. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no one knows that one. Richard III could have done it. If he did have someone do it, it could have been Buckingham. They all had a falling out at the very end, and he's going to end up betraying him. That's that. Wow. Could have been. So theory number two was, oh, here we go, that Henry VII, good old Henry Tudor, had oh. the boys killed. Oh. Yeah. So spoiler alert, um, Richard III is only going to reign for a couple years. Henry okay. VII is going to come and kill him at the Battle of Bosworth, and that is how the Tudors mm-hmm. are going to get on the throne of England. Right, okay. So, Henry VII killed Richard. I mean, every time you have to, like, kill a king to usurp them, it's riddled with paranoia. Yeah. And all these people have a claim to the throne and mm-hmm. all of this. Like, it's very scary. So... Henry VII lived this very heavily, and this paranoia was passed down to Henry VIII, which was a big part of his personality. But he knew that his throne was shaky. He, Henry VII, had so many people like executed willy nilly because they were threats to the throne. Right? Oh my gosh! That I, I'm gonna go on a whim. He's like, oh, you looked at me the wrong way. Well, again, War of the Roses, man. Like so many people have a claim to the throne. Like so many people have just as much as Henry the Seventh has. Yeah. Like, what can you do but eliminate the threat and kill him? Because again, like, uh, God, it's this is just how it was at the time. Just I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying. This is how it was. People got I'm killed. I'm saying it's a lot. annoying, guys. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Like, who even wants to be king? Right. God, it doesn't sound worth it to me. So, if Henry VII killed Richard III, he 100% would have had those kids killed. I am going to say that. Yeah. Because I have researched Henry VII and I feel like I know him fairly well. I would put all of my money there. Let me tell you why I'm not saying Henry VII did this. And how I know for a 100% fact that he did not. Because oh. these boys went were gone September 1483. Henry VII did not even get there until 1485. Okay. So we are assuming that these boys were unseen mm-hmm. by anybody, their staff, anybody, in this tower for two entire years just sitting there. Meanwhile... Mind you, these boys have siblings and a mother. Elizabeth Woodville's back at court. Her kids are back at court. Her fucking daughter is going to marry Henry VII. Elizabeth Woodville went back to court. Yeah. So she's just going to let those kids sit in a tower for two Uh. years. She never went to the tower, never visited. And then, see what I'm saying? Yeah, this is super weird. Historians don't like that one because... There's no way that they were alive for yeah. two years. Yeah. Mancini is going to leave back to Italy in the end of July, I believe, and he thinks they're already dead. Oh, wow. He is pretty oh, sure shit. that they're dead by July. So, like... Oh, my God. There's how no fast. Way. Right. And so, historians don't like this one. I don't either, because what I know from Henry Seventh in his paranoia, he would not have let them live. And... If those princes were just in the tower and not seen, Henry VII, if he would not have known that those boys were dead, he would have pulled apart that fucking tower brick by brick. Like, you're just going to have to trust me on this one. And if you want a Henry VII episode, let me know because, well, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm doing all the tutors. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So, but like, he, he would have ripped that shit apart. He did that 
that equivalent all the time to eliminate threats. Yeah. Henry VII thought that these kids were dead. Okay. That's where... Mm, that's and where, you wonder where he's getting that information and from. And I'm going to go ahead and, like, sit on, sit on that one. Like, that's the hill I'm going to die on. Without letting you know if I think that... Like, I'm not on, like, the Woodville side or Richard's side. I'm going to, like, leave you up in the air on that one. I am mm-hmm. going to say Henry VII 100% would have killed those yeah. boys. I they weren't I they were would have been probably more obvious about he, it. I feel like and I, they were not yeah two years two years no way there is absolutely absolutely no way and there is also one other thing with him too that I'm going to get to at the end to close this circle that doesn't quite add up okay so so sit on that um the third theory is that Margaret Beaufort or Beaufort however you want to pronounce it had them murdered. I can't wait to cover her either. This is Margaret Beaufort is the mama bear of history. She is Henry VII's mother. Okay. Like, Henry VII is the first Tudor king. She's the one that starts all of this off. And this woman, I... I don't know enough about her. Again, I can't wait to cover it. Sorry, dibs. I'm doing Margaret Beaufort. Oh, my God. She... Pretty much, I'm going to make a broad statement here, pretty much single-handedly got Henry VII on the throne. This woman, like, fucking went to work. Again, she might have had them done away with and killed. But the two-year thing, right? There's there's no way. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the two years there, Henry VII is going to end up marrying Elizabeth Woodville, right, who is... Like, these are her brothers. Yeah. Like, Henry VII is married to the sister of the princess in the tower. Keep that in mind. Which isn't, like, totally unheard of that she would have to, like, marry. But I don't know. It's crazy. It, does, it seems unlikely. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, she was actually going to marry Richard III. She was going to marry whoever came out of the Battle of Bosworth. Jesus Again, Christ. that Elizabeth Woodville II, a whole other whole other ball game. You should probably cover both of them, Emily, honestly. Like, just wrap up I'm both Elizabeth Woodville. I'm shocked you going to let me after now I know they're so the, closely related to the Tudors. Because it just kicks off the Tudors. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, like, she was going to marry whoever came out of the Battle of Bosworth and she thought it was going to be Richard. Oh. So, it was Henry. So, yeah, there, there's that. Well, at least it wasn't her uncle. Yeah. Good news so there. There's that. Yep. Um, but anyways, I, Margaret Beaufort, again, it's it's in her character because she's pretty cutthroat and will do whatever it takes. She had zero access to them in yeah. the tower. She had zero access to anyone who could get this done in the tower. Because, again, you don't just walk into the Tower of London. Right. There it was, was very heavily fortified. Like, yeah. yeah. Margaret Beaufort, that's, that's a weak one. I like it because drama, but weak. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of part of the stars thing as well. Margaret Beaufort was a big part <gasps> oh, of it. And okay. it makes for such a fun story. But, yeah. yeah. She had bigger bigger things it's going a weak on right theory, now. Though. Yeah. And the, the final theory okay. is that they were never killed and they survived. Oh, this is a big theory. Okay. A lot of people think that these boys were never murdered Whoa. and that they lived. And so here's here's some some evidence to point to that. So there were while the princes were in the tower, breakout attempts were made. People were trying to break them out of the tower. 
again, it's one of those things I'm, I can only tell you a part of the story. There's a lot going on Mm -hmm. on the sidelines, right? Mm -hmm. So people tried to break them out of the tower. There was one breakout attempt where um, across the way from the Tower of London, they were going to light all of these buildings on fire. Holy fuck. Like literally just like sacrifice them to the cause and like light all these buildings on fire and try to like smuggle the boys out and like the confusion of it all. That was thwarted and they met up with the people before they set the buildings on fire and like they were all executed and all that. But like, Jesus. There were breakout attempts. Definitely. So it's not totally outside the realm of possibility yep. here. Also, like I had mentioned, Elizabeth Woodville went to court and married her daughter off mm-hmm. to Henry VII. She was in court for the next two years long enough for this whole thing to play out. Yeah. And not a fucking wreck. Richard III was the king. Is it in motherly nature to sit by in court with a king who murdered your two sons? Yeah. Can you just look him in the eye and then keep playing the game? Even if you just, like, wonder. Even if it's yeah. just, like, a maybe. Even I could if... never look and... someone who could be a maybe for ch- killing my children right. in the eyes. And her, Elizabeth Woodville's daughter, Elizabeth Woodville, was yeah. going to marry the winner of the Battle of Bosworth that mm-hmm. ended. That's the battle that ends the War of the Roses. So okay. that's how close we were to the end of the War of the Roses oh, wow. here. Okay. We were very close. Yeah. But... I mean, I'm, she was going to, it could have been Richard. She, you're going to marry your daughter to the person that cares. Yeah. It's, but we don't know. We as mothers today have no clue what it was like being a mother oh back God, then. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, wow. Wh- her decisions are something we can never, ever judge, ever, you yeah, know? It's so it's a lot. It's, it's also, one of those things. Also, she has 10 kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait Emily, for you to cover her. Oh and my gosh. Give yeah. your two cents on what, oh, what, so what you think and connect stoked. to these two. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, throughout history, people came forward. Pretenders came forward mm. saying that they were they were the kings. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna talk about the two biggest ones that came forward. Okay. Because I had heard these names before, but not to like the fullest extent, because if you're a Tudor history person, you've heard the names but may be not realized what they were, like me. Yeah. So every Tudor history person has heard the name Perkin Warback. What I, a name. I know. Perkin. I've heard that name. Never, never thought anything of it. So this was debatably the biggest pretender, I say that with air quotes, scenario regarding the two princes. The most common one, the most famous one, the most likely one, right? So Perkin Warbeck was actually not claiming to be Edward. He was claiming to be Richard, the younger one. Oh. Yeah. There were there were people out there claiming to be Edward also, obviously. But but Perkin Warbeck claimed to be Richard and he gets a ton of support from people. Whoa. People are like, fuck yeah, you are. You look like him. You seem like him. You talk like your story adds up. Yeah. All of these people fucking hate the Tudors, but uh. they're still like, no, you're the guy. You're the guy. Um. After like, <laughs> so, okay. Ultimately, spoiler alert. Henry VII is going to have Perkin Warbeck killed. Oh, whoa. He's okay. going to because yeah. he was that because, good of a pretender. Yeah. And How, paranoia. However, like I said, Henry VII would have had these children in the tower killed 100%. Henry, but he would have, like, 
probably been loud about it, right? Like he would have been like, oh, yeah. no, they're they're dead. He would have put just them on so spikes. everyone knows. Yeah. I, now there's no other contenders to the throne. It's me. Here yeah. they are. I'll dangle uh-huh. in front of you, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't like ruthless. He might have like felt bad about it, but he would have done it. What, yeah. what can you do at this point? Yeah. So he's gonna have him killed, but after like a lot of tormenting. He let Perkin Warbeck be around for a long time. And he let a lot of people think that he was like little Prince Richard. He put up with it for a long time. If he would have actually thought that Perkin Warbeck was him, he would have been like, he would have put an end to that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. I'm surprised you he know? let him get away with it, like, with anyone supporting him. I'm surprised that's he wouldn't be like, like, no, bye. That's another thing that I haven't looked into extensively, and I'm going to, because I need to know why. Why would he even let that exactly. happen? Yeah. That doesn't make and any he sense. He doesn't sound like the type of person to let anything no. slide. But, but... He did. He eventually had him killed. So there goes the Richard that everyone believed in. A lot of people thought that he was the real Richard, including Maximilian I. Oh, my God. The Holy Roman Emperor. He's oh just going to pop my up. God. Like, in everything. I know. Love How it. was this dude everywhere? I know. I know, right? Um, he was unswerving and extremely vocal in his support that Perkin was the actual Prince Richard. Okay. Like, he would have put his whole life on it. Yeah. Um, James IV of Scotland, too. Or, no, James III. Ooh. Whoever King James of Scotland was at the time yeah. also was like, no, that's fucking, that is him. Wow. Like, Perkins, like, he is the guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, it went nowhere because he was killed, and so there's that. Mm. <laughs> um, there was a lot of other pretenders. Another big one was Lambert Simmel. Um, Simnel, sorry. Um, he was pretty much like a boy that went to Oxford that people were like, hey, we're going to like. He kind of like Dimitri from Anastasia at him. Like, oh, you look like you could oh be him. God, and like yeah. kind of like coached him and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, there's a lot more. If you want us to look into them, we can. But I'm not going to right now. I'm going to bring it back full circle like I promised Ooh, I would. Yeah, okay. So, in 1502, Thomas More, God, big name, like, in any ways, like, wrote Utopia, like, Thomas More's a big, yeah, a big okay. guy. He's also a big tutor, tutor guy. Um, he was a huge supporter of Henry VII. He was there all through Henry VII's reign. He was also, like, a dad to Henry VIII. Wow. Like, Thomas More was there through all of this. And he does right of an occurrence okay that a man who was in prison confessed that richard iii hired him to smother the boys in their sleep oh my god yeah some guy just sitting in prison just says this he had nothing to gain he was gonna be in prison for the rest of his life this guy says it even nowadays though people just like fucking do that yeah right like they just like admit to shit like they have literally nothing else to do why not yeah you know exactly yeah so anyways get like some attention right i guess this guy said that richard iii hired him to smother them in their sleep this man did not have the stomach to kill two boys so he hired two other men for the job and he names these men by name Wow. Like okay. Thomas More does, the guy does, drops their names. These men were real. These men existed. Okay. Okay. So he gives, Thomas More in this account gives a super detailed account of the murders by this oh, person. Yeah. Okay. I have some of it here. You're not going to like it. I'm nope. sorry, but nope. I'm going to, it's important to know the detail here and do keep in mind that like today we are very used to hearing very graphic you know things like death was a big thing there but they didn't write about very graphic right things like this. Yeah. so this was a lot so 
I'm gonna I'm gonna quote this. It's not like a full. It's kind of some paraphrasing, you know. But this is all direct quotes from that account. Mm-hmm. So it said, "Quote about midnight, the children were lying in their beds. They came into the chamber." Keeping down the feather pillow by force down hard over their mouths, that within a while their breathing failing gave up to God their innocent souls into the joys of heaven. <laughs> that was just a blip. Okay. It went into a lot of detail of what it was like smothering yeah. these kids, like noises that were made, like a oh, lot of stuff. No. Oh, I hate it's that so much. Fucking heavy. Oh, like God. it's a very heavy. Okay, yeah. Thank you for not account. like. Yeah. Yeah. Reading all that. Yeah. Um. So that's a pretty crazy thing to write. Yeah. Oh, people took that at face value. It could have also been Tudor propaganda mm-hmm. because it would have looked really good for Richard III to be this nephew killer. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, look at who. Yeah, you usurped him and you're all mad about that, but he killed his fucking nephews. Yeah, and like, listen to how ew. horrible their deaths were. Right. So that's another one of those things. <gasps> it does do also take this into account that more was ultimately I'm not a huge Thomas More fan I'm not people probably aren't going to like that I said that but I did and that's who I am and if you want to talk to me about it do it on Patreon I'd love to talk to you about how much I hate Thomas More but he he was an outstanding individual and he did have a lot of credit behind his name and he he did die because he he was a literal martyr he refused to give in to the Church of England, essentially. When Henry wanted to marry Anne Boleyn and said, we're going against the Catholic Church, I'm the Church of England now, recognize that? Thomas More was like, no, I'm a Catholic. And oh, even though wow. Henry VIII was like a son to him, he yeah. had him fucking executed. Wow. Which was huge. That could have been part of the downfall to Anne Boleyn. That's a whole other thing. Stick around with me until May because I'm going to give you a whole Anne Boleyn Ugh. thing going on. Oh, yeah. But Thomas More died for his beliefs in not going against the Catholic Church. So would he write something that is a blatant lie, right? Yeah. These are just things that you have to think about. Uh-huh. Um, however, also in the same document, Thomas More wrote that the bodies of the boys were buried inside of the tower beneath a foot of a staircase inside of the tower walls. That, I mean, that kind of adds up. Yeah, because like, no bodies left that tower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then people were wondering where the boys were. People were watching the tower. Yeah. Like, no bodies for them. left. Yeah. Right. So, in 1674, we're going to pop forward a yeah. hundred years or so, a couple hundred years, uh, they were renovating a staircase in the White Tower, in the Tower of London. And they found a wooden box. (gasps) And this box contained two skeletons. Oh, my God. And this box was near the staircase where Thomas More said... Oh, fuck. ...that the boys were buried, right? Oh, my God. So, it's 1674. King Charles II is like, it's the princes in the tower. This is them. Oh, my God. They pulled the bones out, had them interred super deep inside Westminster abbey in this little urn and it's beautiful and like heavily decorated like the princess mm-hmm. in the tower edward and richard here they are this is what happened to them and it's actually like kind of bleak when you think about it because like <laughs> where this is in westminster abbey is so deep it's like past where the coronations are past like past all of these very edward the first like past all of these important people and they're in the very back and it's like god just like they were right like they were kept in this it's yeah. kind of uh, heavy when when you think about it mm-hmm. they're back where the most 
secure, special people are, like, kind of how they were when they died, right? So in the 1930s, two scientists were granted permission to examine these bones. So they did not use the scientific method very well at all. Oh, God. Um, Oh, no. They knew that they wanted these skeletons to be the princes in the tower. Oh, my God. So they kind of worked backwards, right? So within the first five pages of this document, they named Skeleton 1 Edward, Skeleton 2 Richard. Yeah. Well, that's not. They did all of that. Um, Also within the first 10 pages of the document, they had not even gotten to, like, examining the bones yet, but they quoted Shakespeare's Richard III twice. Yeah. Like, so they're just not doing this well. Yeah, this seems biased. Right, yeah. (laughs) So they did, they, the skeletons were young. They were that of two young people. Okay. They did confirm that. Mm -hmm. They, in the 30s, they couldn't, you know, they didn't have any carbon dating. Right. Like, they, they could have been female skeletons. They literally could have been Roman skeleton like they could have been that old they don't have carbon dating they don't know right however even scientists like recent ones will agree by looking at those documents like yes those skeletons for sure are two young people okay buried where thomas moore said that is a yep. wild coincidence exactly how many people like is that a common thing for like people to be randomly buried in the tower of london uh, Kind of. Okay. Bones have been found in the Tower of London, and people died in the tower so often that finding human remains there isn't crazy. Okay. So do you All keep right. that in mind? Yeah, that is. But it is near where Thomas More said. Okay, yeah, that's And good it to is know. two young people. Yep. So, um, still they, a wild con- coincidence. It is. They weren't mm-hmm. able to do any DNA analysis or anything, which is rough because they found Richard III's skeleton. Right? In that mm-hmm. car park. So they have this entire <gasps> DNA genome. Oh, shit. So finding a 25% match, <laughs> they could find that. Oh, right? my God. Yeah. However, in the 30s and in 1674, you, to do research like this. Oh, no. Yeah. Which, again, all this is kind of pointing to, like, Richard did it, right? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is kind of, yeah. Which the Richard the Third Society is like, no, he didn't. He was framed. I hear that. Absolutely. The common... The the most accepted theory is Richard did it. That's kind of what everyone, you mm-hmm. know. If nothing else, Richard knows what happened to them. Yeah. Because Henry VII knows what happened. You don't just let this go away. No. Like, and again, it would have been beneficial for him to show them or not. This weird, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it definitely would have been beneficial for Henry VII to say yeah. What, you know, Richard III knows what happened. Yeah. He knows he either had them killed or he knows that he worked it out with Elizabeth. There was a lot of things that, like, him and Elizabeth Woodville had this whole thing worked out that, like, they were going to sneak the boys out. And, like, they would never say anything. They would keep their lives and just live these quiet lives somewhere else and never come back to England. And, like, maybe that's why Elizabeth stayed and, like, kept face. Yeah. We don't know. It uh-huh. literally could go absolutely I'd like to believe that. Way. That's the, like, semi-happy ending. Right. That I'd like to believe. And, like, they weren't able to do any of these tests in the 30s or since then, really, because you need the crown's permission as well as the Church of England. And Elizabeth II was like, absolutely not. Like, you lit the dead laid to rest. Yeah. We do not pull people up for scientific anything. This is how I feel. Oh, okay. Sure. However, in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Charles III is reigning. 
Mm-hmm. Now, hmm? God rest her, Elizabeth II. My God, like my love for that woman burned so deep. And Emily <laughs> knows firsthand that I literally took like a couple days when she died, like to yeah. myself, and like she lit did. candles and like was not okay. Yeah, I love her so much. <sighs> but a direct quote from the international news on November 16th of this year said, quote, King Charles III is reportedly planning to launch a DNA investigation related to the 539-year-old Princess in the Tower murder mystery, end quote. So Elizabeth II had her moral reasons, which I absolutely understand that. Yeah. I do. I'm not on that side. I'm more on Charles's side. Charles studied history, archaeology, anthropology, all during mm. his undergrad at Cambridge, right? Okay. So I'm on this guy's side a little bit more. I, I also, understand where like, she's coming from. How can we even properly have these bones buried if we don't know who they even belong to? Right. Interred in the deepest depths of Westminster Abbey. Yeah. You know, like... I feel like you have to know, because, like, this could be two random people. I don't know. And that's the thing, like... If Charles signs off on this and the current dean of Westminster, this is a go. This will happen. And the big thing with that, because it is a moral dilemma, and, like, unfortunately, I I understand both sides. Unfortunately for me, because to me, curiosity is enough, but mm-hmm. it's not, right? Like, this is a great case because they are interned in Westminster. These remains you know, human remains are sacred. And I do believe that. Like yeah. if anyone's out fucking around in a graveyard or something or like, yeah. like I was saying in the, uh, the in the last episode or like the catacombs and people fucking okay, carving yeah. like stuff into skulls, like ew, do yeah. not do that. All right. Yeah. But for the that. sake of like answering historical questions, I'm kind of about it. And again, it's, you know, everyone has a different opinion and I, well, I honestly understand them I all. I just feel like in order to respect these remains, yes. we need to at least have semi of an idea of who they belong to or at least who they don't belong to. Who they don't belong yeah. to because like there are two skeletons of two young people in Westminster yeah. Abbey right now who could be mislabeled and they have Richard III's entire DNA genome. A 25% match is they could get it from these bones. So yeah, it uh, is a very good chance that Charles III is going to go through with this and that's huge. That's huge for a ton of reasons. Like 539 years people have sat on this planet and wondered what happened and the fact I'm like getting ready to cry I'm sorry this is I just love history yeah. the fact that like this could be answered in our lifetime yeah 540 we, years of people yeah would have died to know this you know and like we could have it and like happen to huge. hopefully land in the lifetime God, of, that's of getting huge. answers here and like and if he's willing to do that like what else is he willing to do right like mm-hmm. can we pull up like what we think is like Anne and like St. Peter's visit. like again yeah. that's I mean it is messing with dead bodies and there is like moral things there but I, like I don't know it's not like you're like putting costumes on them and dancing right, them around yeah, and like parading you're them. like doing DNA tests oh and if they do like pull these bones out of the urn in Westminster it'll be done so respectfully exactly you know and like in a beautiful way and if they are not the princes in the tower they will be laid to rest in a really beautiful way yeah it's not like we're just gonna be like oh fuck it like push them off the table or something no these are still human remains exactly and they still died in the Tower of London yeah. and were buried in there for some reason you know and they were kids and they were young yeah they were young and they're 
their bodies were left in the tower yeah. for some reason, and they should be honored, even if they're not the princes, exactly. right? Exactly. So, yeah, this is this is huge. Um, another one of my favorite UK historians, um, Tracy Borman, she is the curator of Hampton Court. I would literally, like, I've... I'm only halfway kidding. Like right now, if you told me if you like cut off the tip of your pinky finger, I would like give you an all access like pass to Hampton Court Palace. I would I would be like hand me like the paint spackle thingy in a hammer and I'm going to take off my pinky. <laughs> Let's go and, right like, now. This woman just goes there every day as a part oh, of work. I just yeah. like worship her. Um, she says that. She really thinks that if Charles III does go through with this DNA investigation, he's just he's only going to look at the princes of the tower and leave it at that. Okay. Just to put to rest the five hundred and thirty-nine year you know, yeah. yeah. She doesn't think he's gonna like spill that over into other aspects. I, I, which I feel like he probably wouldn't. I, I do too. Again, just I mean, as much as I do want stuff to be done about Anne Boleyn, because exactly. we don't know for a hundred percent fact that those are her remains either, and I just don't want to know. Yeah. But it's not enough. Curiosity is not enough. Mm-hmm. There is more than curiosity here. And so, you know, that that would be crazy. And so yeah. we will absolutely update you on all of that yes. as it comes to light. And that is my story. Yay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you still think Richard did it? Yeah. Yeah. And I, you told it in such a good way. Like, it's... You oh, seemed so neutral. Oh, good. And, so, and I just, I still don't know what side you're on. Honestly, like, I still i still can't tell, but I am very I against Richard. I do have a side. Okay, I would like to know. Do you? Uh, yeah. Uh, of course I do. Do you want to know Patreons? Maybe I'll tell you on Patreon. Oh, shit. I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like for, like, the greater Spill the Mead episode that's just going to be out there for everyone, I'm going to leave it. You, you tell us on, yeah. on social media whose side do you think I'm on. Do you think I was fair? Did I lean hard towards someone or not towards the other? Let, let me know. Let us know. Yeah. Now, okay. Whose side is Maddie on? And if you really want to know, let us know on Patreon. And yeah. And again, please, please. I mean, God, if you did not get it from these two parts, I'm sure that you did. All of these people have stories. Yeah. Please look wow. into this. You can literally focus. Obviously, Richard III has a whole society. Mm-hmm. He has so much going on. Elizabeth Woodville has so much going on. The Duke of Hastings had so much. All of these people have so much going on. Look into part of this and find your Anne. Find your Anne. Yeah. Like, we're going to find like, Emily's over the next exactly. few years here. Yeah. She's going to be found or he's going to be found. It's probably going to be a girl. Yeah. Um, they're going to be found. And you know what? Just when you go down this rabbit hole, I feel like this is one of those internet rabbit holes that you just like cannot stop looking into because this is yeah. so fucking interesting. So just okay, yeah. make sure you're drinking water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and like, and just to, to leave it, if you are ever at the Tower of London, just know that I hate you purely out of jealousy because it's yeah. just, oh my God, Hampton Court, Tower of London, Hever Castle. Please, yeah. God, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Yeah. Um, if you are blessed enough to go to the Tower of London, the two princess staircase is where they found those bones. That is why it is called that Ooh, the if two you're there. Yeah. Oh, I want to see a picture of it. Right. Will you post a picture Absolutely, of it? Absolutely, I will. I'll Hell show yeah. you one right after this. I'll Ooh, also yay. show you photos of the coins. I never so circle back to this. The coins that yeah. they were making, right? Because they were making coins. Are they so rare because they were only produced for such a short time? Um, recent studies are showing that they were actually bullshit. What? Yeah. Um, if you look at the coins that were being made of uh, Richard V, the yeah. new King Richard, um, the Duke of Gloucester's symbol is like really faint on the back. 
So it's looking like they were producing Richard III coins at the same time or mm. oh, yeah, overlapping. Yeah, there's, again, that's a whole other mystery to look through people yeah, that God. have like looked at these coins. And yeah, I watched a whole thing on it. I was like, oh man, do I even want to like get into that here? But there's a lot that's of discrepancies with the coins. Or they were uh, putting Edward V on the coins, but they were actually just pictures of Edward IV again. And, and people were saying like, oh, oh they were just doing that until Richard could get it all sorted out and get himself on, you know. So, okay. ton of it's speculation confusing. on yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not open or closed. Yeah, look into it. It's That's uh, fucking wild. So that fucking whole wild. thing. I have like so much to just like soak in. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to need to like take a day just to like sit and zone out just to like think about this. Good. Take it with me and we can zone out together. Yes. That sounds great. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. what we're going to be doing. So yeah. let us know what you think about this. And as always, keep drinking meat. I, we, I always say like. I said, like, as always, like, we say something. We always say that. Yeah, we <laughs> keep li- drinking meat, we've guys. we literally not one time said that. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it now. <laughs> yeah, please keep, keep drinking, drinking meat. meat. Don't stop. stop. On Patreon, um, we've had almost, we actually haven't even finished this bottle of meat, and we're clearly having a great time. So <laughs> check out Mythic so Meat well. as well. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and stick around for a fresh coop. Bye. Bye. Now it's time for a fresh cup. A fresh cup, 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 cup of freshness. And it's so fresh. Haha, <laughs> it's so fresh. Who's going to call the Uber to come take us God. home after? This. We're just going to be chilling here for hours. I'm going to spend the night here. Mythic mead. Drink it. Look it up. Okay, am I the asshole? Um, I'm not going to read the title. I, female 32, just completed my treatment for a medical issue that affected my body. I had gained weight due to this medical condition and also medication and none of my old and also medication and none of my old clothes were fitting anymore. Okay. Okay. I bought new fitting clothes, but for my husband's birthday party, he asked me to wear one of my old dresses that was one of his favorites. To appease him, I said yes, although I didn't feel comfortable wearing it, especially after the weight gain. Yeah, oh, God, this one gets me so fucking. Okay. I know, I'm like, maybe you could just buy. Here's my advice right now. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe just get that same dress and, and then your size. Yeah. Be comfortable. And he's not gonna fucking know. He's just going to know that know. you're wearing the dress and you're yeah. his woman. He loves you. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? If he he can't force you to wear this dress, like be comfortable. Be yeah. comfortable. Um, or just like accidentally like spill wine on it yeah or like oops oh my gosh i have no clue what happened it must have gotten bleached it's in so the wash weird. yeah like, if you don't feel comfortable in it don't wear it these like just, just, these fresh cups makes us sound like the most like conniving <laughs> people ever like, just so you know it really does <laughs> emily and i are fucking pussies dude We're the like most mild yeah. like, <laughs> like you should fucking go tell her yeah. and we're just like oh i'm just really so emily literally apologized to me earlier during my episode because an ambulance drove by with its siren on and we we're like, gonna turn around my fault. yeah we're literally gonna turn around and be like no like fuck him like yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> oh god I, I showed Maddie a TikTok earlier today, and it's this guy like, every time I read Am I the Asshole? And this woman's talking about her husband. I'm just like, I I don't think you should divorce him. I think you might need to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> like, just yeah. this yeah. man is scum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in real life, 
no, I'm I'm super mild. You're super mild. <laughs> like, yeah. we just are. Yeah. And we're rule followers. My we're God. We're super rule followers. We? And, like... Ever since childhood. Oh, yeah. And if, if we're... It's always, like, something about, like, the person's husband or something. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, our, like, husbands were very nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't think I, like, understand truly what yeah. it is to be, like, in that situation. No, I just, like, I don't my know. husband, like, thanks me for, like, cleaning the house. Oh, like, that's, like, yeah. where I'm at. Like, he'll yeah. be like, oh, I noticed that you did this thing today. Thank you. And I'm just like, oh, I love you. And, like, this is oh, the life we live in. Yeah. I'm going to get on fucking Reddit and, like, and be, be like, a kill hard him. ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, kill him. Yeah. We're not hard asses. No, yeah. Not, just in case anyone was this wondering. This is a front. We are putting on. Yeah, 100%. He was at the restaurant with his family and friends when I arrived with my sister. As soon as he saw me walking in, he busted out laughing. (gasps) Oh, no. He pointed at the dress and was going hysterical, saying, oh, my God. I felt so incredibly mad. (laughs) Okay. Mad? Kill him. Yeah. (laughs) No, don't do that. Kill him. Yeah, like, I, don't I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he, he might need to die. I, I implored. He laughed at her. I thought. Going absolutely hysterical, saying, oh, my and God. pointing. Oh, my God. I, oh, wow. I, oh, man. Uh, uh, okay. He's going to let you finish. <laughs> um, one of his friends started whistling in a mocking tone. I turned around instantly and walked out, and my yeah. sister followed me. Good for fucking you. Um, go home and burn everything that he owns. They are all lucky that they kept their lives. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't have a sister, but if that would have happened to you, mm-hmm. I would have, like, hugged you and been like, I'm going to meet you right outside, baby. And I would have gone in there and fucking broken some glasses oh. over people's heads. Yeah. Okay. See, like, we say that we aren't hard asses and that we're very mild, but this, I'm just telling you, this situation gets yeah, me no, heated. We are very, okay, yeah. We are very mild and Until not hard we're asses. fucking not. Well, yeah, and with us, we will take a lot to ourselves. Yeah. But if someone did that to you or something oh, like, yeah. you fucking want to die tonight? Oh, my like, gosh. You're going to, like, mock my fucking friend. Or, like, that's kind of how I am with any any of my friends or my husband yeah. or dog or child. Like, you can be mean to me. That's fine. Like, yeah. I suck sometimes. <gasps> fair enough. But you're going to fucking go at someone I love. Oh, how oh, fucking dare no. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone wants went after my dad for doing literally nothing. Maddie knows the whole background yeah. to the story. For doing literally nothing. Emily's dad is like, I really don't feel like it's an exaggeration <laughs> to say one of the greatest people on planet Earth. Yeah, he is a literal angel. salt of the Earth. He is a fantastic guy. And yeah. he literally did nothing wrong. Yeah. And this person like made fun of him oh. for getting in a car accident. Posted yeah. a picture of it. No. And Go I, fucking die. Me, like, I don't I don't like to be involved in drama. Fucking love drama. But I don't want to be involved in it. Right. This is the one and only time I've ever fucking done this. I went on Twitter and I just roasted him. Good for you. Yeah. And you know what? I still, I thought that I saw this person Mm -hmm. right before I came here at the store when I was buying the mead. Hmm. Yep. Well. Could have been that person or a demon. Well, if you ever do, just point them out. Who would know? Point them out. They don't know who I am. Yeah. And you know what? There's very few people that I don't like in this earth, but... This yeah. person, for sure. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> this guy also. This guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. I fucking hate you. I don't know oh, you. Oh, disgusting. Can we meet up? Because I want to... I have some words and some fists. Um, and some poison. <laughs> um, <laughs> I turned around, instantly walked out. I went home and cried a little, but he kept calling nonstop. 
he what do you think to apologize probably not i was gonna say like wait was that rhetorical i'm i have like <laughs> no. this bewildered look on my face because my heart's just breaking no oh, for yeah. this girl um he came home and started talking about how oversensitive i was oh, oh and that okay. it was just a natural reaction <laughs> okay oh did you think that was helping your cause like, did, what part of that statement did you think was yeah. helping your case? I you fucking stand, piece of human garbage. I can't stand a person who's like, oh, my God, I just, like, have no filter. I'm such a bitch. Like, get fucked. Yeah. Be, have some human decency. We've talked about this before, we too. Have. Like, people that say that. It's like, I don't care. I just don't have a filter and say it like it is. Well, that's why no one that's likes me. you. That's fucking me. Yeah. Have a filter. That's why you're on Facebook every other day saying, like, why don't I have friends? Because you're mean. Yeah. And, like, that's fucking mean. grow up. Being an adult is learning some fucking social grace yeah. and when to say things and when to keep your fucking mouth yeah. shut. When to keep it to no yourself. No one is looking at you being like, wow, I, like, so admire her. She speaks her mind. Like, no. You, yeah, and it's like just one thing bitch. if it's like someone who's neurodivergent who has like autism and it's like really oh, hard well, to have God. like a filter. Obviously, but then, yeah. But no, but even so, like of the autistic people I know, like when they say something that is offensive, they never are intentionally doing it. It's the people who are saying like, I'm a bitch yeah. and like are proud of it. It's like, like what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, it's like their personality trait yeah, that they really love. Yeah, if you like love, offend yeah. me on accident, I'm like, ugh, whatever. But if yeah. you like offend me and take no shame in that, like, get fucked. Yeah. Get oh, fucked. Oh, I know a, f- a couple people, I'm not friends with them, but I know them that openly say that all the time like i just have no filter i just tell it like it is it's like well i'm glad that you're aware of that yeah but this is why i'm not friends with you this is why no one else is yeah <laughs> exactly you can't keep friends yeah. my god like yeah you might be a little bit unbearable to be around yeah. like oh god okay um he said it was a natural reaction he had upon seeing me in this dress again after all this time he said i overreacted and made a scene over nothing <laughs> the gaslighting my god yeah he wow. said i overreacted oh i just said that um <laughs> he, he also said i said, overreacted <laughs> again he said what did he say <laughs> he also said i ruined his birthday oh. and urged me to get therapy for this oversensitivity that i'm inflicting upon him listen oh this god. post could be rage bait because like I, i'm taking the bait and i'm raging yeah but wow yeah i hate it I, yeah. I, I hate it so much. Yeah. I, Am I the asshole? Did I overreact? He's so upset he refused to even receive the gift. Burn that gift in you a still gave him a gift? fire. Yeah, no. I, oh, that's, God. That's some divorce. Public, humili- public humiliation is like a different form of fucked up. You know, like that's abuse. That's yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Like that's that's horrible. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, yeah, no, that like that just I don't even know if I'm mad. That breaks my heart. Exactly. Like, and she has a medical condition. Like, Not that that matters, but like it does that adds a layer it to does. how fucked up this is. Because you know? like she's having a hard time with right, it. Yeah, and who knows what other side effects she's having from this medical condition? Right. Like, things that may be painful, like and gaining weight fast sometimes is painful. Yeah. So like this poor woman. No. Like, my God. Your husband. I'm sorry. Did you say they were married? Yes. Okay. Your husband should be the one fucking beating someone's ass for laughing oh, at you yeah. you know like not the person doing it like yeah. that's wow 
I yeah, my heart just breaks for her. Like yeah, I just we're on like a different tipsy level. We're normally like really fired up, and now we're just like, oh, this is so mean. <laughs> Stop being so mean. Why are you so fucking mean? Okay, but no, it is. It's awful. Top comment. Um, before I get into her edit, okay. Um, not the asshole, and my jaw dropped. I legitimately cannot imagine my husband even thinking of doing that. Mm. I'm okay. Just side note, I'm pretty sure if I shit my pants in public, my husband would like. No, oh. I'm not pretty sure. I'm a hundred percent sure my I, husband would still beat the shit out of anyone who even was like Emily. Did did you shit your pants? Like yeah. he'd be like, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, he'd and fight. like no, and he would like be attracted to you still. Yeah. Somehow he'd be like, I didn't know that I was into people <laughs> shit pants in <laughs> public, pants. but goddamn, there you are, <laughs> yeah. you fucking vision. And here <laughs> I am. Like, yeah. Let alone like make you my poopy pants angel right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the bouts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't imagine my 12-year-old thinking that's appropriate behavior. Yeah, my six-year-old would not do that. Oh, could my- you imagine? Like, could you fucking imagine if, like, your little angel six-year-old daughter, like, ooh, I don't know what that sounded like. My mic just fell over. Sorry. <laughs> but if your little angel six-year-old daughter, like, pointed and laughed at somebody, like, the fucking the hell, hell that, that would right down. <laughs> like, my God. No. Oh, God. I can't even. My son's only seven months old. But if he's ever mean to someone like that, like, you fucking want a harsh-ass reality oh. check? Absolutely not. Yeah, you. It's, like, the same thing that was with my parents, like, when they said that they were disappointed in me. That was, like, the true, like, stab to my gut. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I with my daughter I'm like if I the few instances I've ever looked at her and been like that's so mean her heart is like oh my gosh and she feels so fucking bad yeah she's the sweetest she's the the cool angel girl yeah Yeah. she would never (laughs) but yeah my six-year-old knows better my god he's a grown-ass man wow um the person says is this an isolated incident or is this how he behaves yeah because this feels like this can't be the first time that he's done something like this i honestly don't care if it is even if this is an isolated incident like i'd fucking divorce him over that oh yeah i I would too yeah (laughs) my my husband hi i love you so much see you later um little tipsy sorry about the uber fee we'll we'll make it home though um yeah yeah, just just so you know like if you ever do this to me like we don't it's over it's over yeah like it's even if it's an isolated incident no it's over mike would never though which is why which is why we married them like one of the many reasons like because they're decent people yeah god what is the point of being married to someone who thinks publicly humiliating you is a totally cool and normal thing to do this whole incident just feels like a tip of the iceberg thing he'd have to be so selfish cruel and child childish to do this and then to attack you for it ah yeah (laughs) are there any upsides to being with this guy edited to add maybe you should go to therapy to do some deep thinking on how you deserve a partner who loves and respects you yes yeah exactly i was gonna say definitely make him pay for your therapy yeah that's going to guide you to divorcing him exactly (laughs) yep like that's the best revenge here yep yeah that's Um, terrible Yeah, uh, next comment, quote, you're just being too sensitive, unquote, is a common defense bullies use when they're called out on their behavior. OP, you are not the asshole. Um, Okay, so 
the edit, which I don't even remember what it is. So here we go. Edit, I need to explain the way he laughed more. I don't think you do, though. I don't think Any you do. Any level of laughing, it, just, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, I, I would love to hear what she has to say, but for me personally, no. This yeah. kind of um, makes it worse to me, honestly. He first started giggling and tried to cover his mouth. Then, in a matter of seconds, he bursted out laughing in the like, middle of the restaurant. What did he want? Like, did she, did he honestly think that she would be like, ah, I know, don't I look fucking ridiculous? Like, what did you want there? Yeah. You fucking asshole. Like, you fucking asshole. I just, why did you even, like, want her to, God, uh, he requested it. it. Yeah, that's the thing. My son will never, Rita our sons will never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flushed away. Who, by the way, is fucking unattractive she is a two at best oh god don't show Just this so guy know. rita from flushed away or no. else he's gonna like have a whole giggle <laughs> oh fit he's gonna laugh so fucking hard oh my gosh um the guests were confused and they must have understood why he was laughing because they joined in his friends also fucking suck and his friend whistled at me mockingly while repeatedly turning his head like something caught his attention could it be that I overreacted. No. No. The fact that that's even in a question is so concerning to I me. I guess, like, the only fucking scenario, okay, the only scenario where I can see your wife walking into your birthday in a dress that you told her to wear and you and everyone else laughing, mm-hmm. it would have had to be, like, some fucking, like, Halloween costume. I was going to say, you know? was she dressed up, like, as a hot dog? Was yeah, it, like, was say, a, yeah, a like, humorous costume? Here I come into Texas Roadhouse dressed as Princess Peach or yes, something. Exactly. And it's, like, like a, something that's supposed to be humorous. Yes, that is the absolute only fucking scenario yeah. where I can see this being all right being like okay yeah you overreacted like you were yeah. like Peach you costume. knew that you were coming yeah. here in a costume it was supposed to be funny why were you mad like yeah even but even then though i don't think i i have a hard time saying that people overreact when it's like your feelings you know exactly. like when your, your feelings, feelings are your hurt. feelings like did you you know yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah that, that's a slippery slope but. yep <laughs> um could it be I overreacted? It could just be me getting overwhelmed because joking and laughing is not new when it comes to him. Yep, see that? That's not surprising to me. He's the kind to tease about any and everything, even with family. The kids also, God, he just is a fucking God, yeah. asshole. Again, Emily and I are not ever going to understand that because nope. we're, we're those people. We like see the couples on social media. They're like, real love is when you roast each other. And we're like, no. don't you ever roast Oh, me. yeah. Like, are you? You're not best friends if you don't roast each other. And I'm yeah. like, Maddie, if you say one slightly no. mean thing to me, I'm going to think you hate me. No, we are and like, I'm going to cry about it for like five days. So straight. supportive. If my yeah. husband ever tried to roast me on something, I'd fall <gasps> apart. We're like so nice to each other. Yeah. Like we like build each other, you know, yeah. like, and same with you and I. Like if you ever were like, oh, Maddie, like, or if I said something, you were like, Ugh, and like mocked me or something, oh I would literally fucking fall apart oh yeah i I would question reality honestly i'd be like who is who is she yeah someone taken over maddie's body because you would never do that it's just so out of character so it's already hard for me because i can't handle people with personalities like that where they're just like roasty right everyone who has been like that in my life has been cut out like yeah i don't i can't do that it's just not my personality type i guess yep you know, uh, kindness is my personality type for other That's people, all, you know? Just be kind and, like, fucking goofy. One of our, like, favorite 
we said that we weren't going to bring up reviews. Yeah. But like oh we God, we can yeah. cut this out if we want. I but love it. on one of our I think it's on Apple, our Apple reviews, it was a five-star review. Yeah. And it was like I like it. They're kind of corny, but I'm kind of corny too. That's a quote unquote because I have it memorized. Yes. Because at first I was like corny. <laughs> but then I was like Wait, yeah, no. Emily yeah. literally Googled what corny meant. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I have to make like, sure I know what this means. No, we're fucking corny. Yeah, we're and corny. Shit. And, and like, I was like, no, this is our bitch. Like, this yeah. person understands She's us. She's corny. We're corny. Yeah. And, like, if you're not corny, you're not going to like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's you not. Go. You don't have the right personality for this. Yeah. And that's and, okay. You'll find another podcast that you have the right personality for. Yeah. And I definitely had a point to relate that into the... Um, Nice little fresh cup you told us about, but I don't remember what it was. Because it's just, mead, so. yeah, this dude is not our personality type. Yeah, he's That's not. That's all we're trying to say yep. is he's a fucking dick. Yeah, fuck him. Buy Mythic Mead. Yeah, um, yeah, that guy can eat shit. Buy, buy Mythic Mead, though, because they're delicious. Yep, call us an Uber. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>